0: hey how's it going guys uh good morning hey I'm so happy you're here so happy you're here it's friday it's friday uh march twenty sixth two thousand twenty one friday march twenty sixth two thousand twenty one like i said friday uh, don't forget the flaming bag of crap let's see if one gets left on your doorstep tonight watch the news that's when they leave those flaming bags of crap they don't want you to they don't want it to make it through the twenty four hour news cycle and make it to sunday morning news they They'll they'll release it late Friday, early Saturday. That's why I call it the Friday flaming bag of crap. It could come from the Biden administration, it could come from the Republicans, and, and, and you know what? <laughs> Republicans on the wrong side of stuff right now. They are hurting. They are hurting. Uh, we already talked about Biden's press conference yesterday, the the first uh, official one of his uh, administration. Uh, but remember Biden's a uh, hundred million dollar shot, a uh, hundred million shot goal in 100 days. You know, get uh, vaccinated. He has changed it now to 200 million because he he passed 100 million uh, uh, earlier this week. So you know, uh, did you see the Fox News uh, was doing a story about how Biden was using cheat sheets during the press conference? A world leader coming to a press conference prepared. I can see how that could he's seen as a problem for Fox News. <laughs> yeah, imagine imagine a world leader showing up with paperwork just to make sure he gets things right. That he... Kn- oh, this is insane. <laughs> anyway, an update, uh, by the way, uh, on the Suez Canal. Ships have begun the long trek around Africa. Even though they announced that the Suez uh, should be open uh, this weekend, um, I don't know if it's going to be open this weekend. They, that's what they're saying. It, it may take longer, but I, I, I think the fact of the matter is there's there's so many ships backed up that even if they do open it this weekend, any ships that are coming now, it's going to be it's it's going to be six weeks before they uh, get their turn to go through. So they might as well go around the uh, go around the. Uh, the Cape of Good Hope, right? It's going to take forever. Anyway, am I saying that right? Is it the Cape of Good Hope? I said that yesterday. I never checked. I think I, I think my grade school uh, geography says it's the Cape of Good Hope. If, if I'm wrong, email me or tweet me, you know. Anyway, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast, that's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google it, Political Views TV Podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. I really appreciate you coming. It's really cool of you to come every day. Uh, if you can, br- bring somebody with you tomorrow. Uh, and tell them, check me out. Say, hey, the, the FBI doesn't like this guy, but check him out anyway. And see if they stay. If they stay, that's cool. If they don't, they... Eh, whatever. <clears throat> Democratic Georgia State Representative Park Cannon. Uh young woman that's a, a state representative. Um... She was arrested and charged with two felonies late yesterday for knocking on the door of Republican Governor Brian Kemp's office. That's what she got arrested for. Uh, The right-wing sociopath uh, Governor Brian Kemp was signing into law a sweeping voter suppression bill that aims to curtail ballot uh, drop boxes, impose more stricter voter ID requirements for absentee ballots, and give the GOP legislature significant control over the state election board. One section literally stops people from bringing people water if they are waiting in line to vote. Are you kidding me? These people wait in line for like nine hours to vote because you don't have enough uh, um, uh, 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 voting locations. and. People aren't allowed to bring water in line? What's that about? Really? <laughs> you want to kill people who want to vote? Is that what you want to do? In the hot Georgia sun? I mean, I don't know if you've ever been in Georgia in the summer. Oh my God, it is so. In Atlanta? Oh, they, they don't call it hot Atlanta for nothing. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Video footage posted online shows Representative Cannon talking to a very white state trooper standing in front of Kemp's closed office door as the governor was signing the voter suppression law. Uh, And she started she was knocking. Uh, And just before he and, and this is this is just before this state trooper and another very white state trooper arrested her. At uh, Cannon was released hours later, and according to an arrest affidavit seen by uh, CNN, is facing two felony charges: felony obstruction and preventing or disrupting generally, uh, excuse me, general assembly sessions. Um, shortly after the arrest, uh, U.S. Senator uh, Raphael Warnock uh, from Georgia just got just got elected senator. Just this is one of the two Democratic senators that just got elected in, in uh, Georgia. He's also a senior pastor at the church of Can- that the church that Cannon attends. <clears throat> he arrived in the uh, at the Atlanta jail where they were uh, she was being held and addressed activists and reporters, saying, "Today is a very sad day for the state of Georgia. What we have witnessed today is a desperate attempt to lock out and squeeze the people." out of their own democracy this effort to silence the voices of Georgians who stood up in this historic election in November and in uh, January will not stand you know I like Warnock he's doing a great job I just starting out but he's doing a great job uh you know I I got something to say you know I always have something to say This was an elected representative trying to protect the people just by knocking on the governor's door. (laughs) And the two white state troopers brought back that taste of old Georgia and Klan-run law enforcement suppressing black votes. That's what it brought back for me. Right? The Ku Klux Klan? Law enforcement? Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world, hopefully. Senator Tammy Duckworth of Illinois yesterday demanded that the U.S. Postal Service Board of Governors immediately fire Postmaster General Louis DeJoy over his newly unveiled 10-year strategy, a plan that includes reductions in post office hours, slower first-class delivery, and higher postage prices. They are trying to stop the post office, literally. DeJoy is horrible. I mean, he's a huge Republican donor, but he has stock in delivery companies that are directly uh, um, battling with the post office. Why is he even there? In a letter to the uh, postal board, uh, Duckworth argued that DeJoy's pathetic 10-year plan to weaken USPS uh, United States Post Office demonstrates that he is a clear and present threat to the future of the Postal Service as, uh, and the well-being of millions of Americans, particularly small business owners, seniors, and veterans who depend on an effective and reliable USPS to conduct daily business, safely participate in democracy, and receive vital medication. Uh, Duckworth's, uh, Tammy Duckworth's letter uh, came days after DeJoy released a 58-page document outlining his plan to avoid an estimated $160 billion in operating uh, losses over the next decade through aggressive austerity, there's that word, austerity, uh, measures that House Democrats slammed as draconian and unacceptable. Senator Bernie Sanders, the burn, uh, tweeted earlier this week in response to the new proposal, Louis DeJoy... A top campaign contributor of Donald Trump is the worst postmaster general in American history. He should have been fired or removed from office a long time ago. We need a postmaster general who will protect and strengthen the post, postal service, not sabotage it, which is what Louis DeJoy. You know, we got to get rid of this man. We have to get rid of this man. Biden doesn't have the power to fire DeJoy, only the postal board can. Biden has thus far declined to take the step of replacing the entire board, opting instead to nominate officials to fill the board's three existing vacancies. If they don't do something, they are going to get fired. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Biden knows what's going on. And, and remember, the post office is supposed to get a is supposed to start a bank for the people that will compete against regular banks so you won't you won't be raped in fees for the rest of your life and the republicans do not want that the banking the the banks do not want that so they want the post office to die a fiery death anyway Dominion voting system is uh, systems is added it again. Uh, we've talked about uh, them numerous times as they filed uh, suits. Uh, isn't it them that filed suits against Giuliani, Newsmax, white right, uh, right-wing sociopath lawyers, Sidney Powell? Uh, the list goes on. <clears throat> Dominion Voting Tech Company was uh, the target of you know the baseless conspiracy theories about the 2020 election. Uh, they filed a 1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against. Right-wing channel Fox News Today. Uh, Adding to their list of uh, lawsuits. uh, The company alleged that the network recklessly disregarded the truth and participated in a disinformation campaign against it because the lies were good for Fox's business. Uh, Dominion said in the lawsuit, Fox, uh, these are quotes from them, by the way. Dominion said in a lawsuit, Fox took a small flame of disinformation and turned it into a forest fire. The truth matters. Lies have consequences. Fox sold a false story of election fraud in order to serve its own commercial purposes, severely injuring Dominion in the process. If this case does not rise to the level of defamation by a broadcaster, then nothing does. Uh, Dominion said that uh, as a result of Fox's uh, orchestrated defamatory uh, campaign, it had suffered enormous and irreparable economic harm and that its employees had been the subject to death threats. Dominion is the second elections technology company to file a lawsuit against Fox. Smartmatic sued Fox for $2.7 billion dollars in February, making similar allegations against the network, Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell and other Fox News were named in the suit in addition to the network. Of course, Fox called the suit meritless, <laughs> vowed to vigorously defend itself and gore it and filed a motion to have the suit dismissed. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, in its lawsuit, Dominion specifically mentions host Maria Bartiromo, Tucker Carlson, Lou Dobbs, Sean Hannity, and Janine Pyro, three of whom were named as defendants in Smart Maddox lawsuit. Fox is the uh, sole defendant in the suit. They were just named along inside of it. In a 7-4 decision hailed as a huge blow to the NRA... The Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in San Francisco rejected a Hawaiian man's challenge to a state law restricting the open carrying of guns. Uh, Judge J. Bybee—that name might sound familiar to you, Judge J. Bybee—he's a criminal. Actually, he should be—he should be in prison uh, uh, um, for life. In fact, he should be tortured in prison, Jay Bybee. Judge Jay Bybee, he's a he's the George Bush uh, appointee known for writing the uh, 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 Bush's torture authorization memos. Him and and and, uh, Wu. John Wu. Is it John Wu? The guy who's a uh, he's a law professor at Berkeley. Oh, I can't believe they have him. Uh, They wrote the court's opinion that the government may uh, regulate. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) Not they. Jay Bybee wrote the court's opinion that the government may regulate and even prohibit in public places, including government buildings, churches, schools, and markets, the open carrying of small arms capable of being concealed, whether they are carried concealed or openly. Uh, He continued, Our review of more than 700 years of English and American legal history reveals a strong theme. Government has the power to regulate arms in the public square. History is messy. And as we anticipated, the record is not uniform. But the overwhelming evidence from the states, constitutions, and statutes, the cases, and the commentaries confirms that we have never assumed that individuals have an unfettered right to carry weapons in public spaces. So there you go. States' rights. And, of course, Republicans are for states' rights unless... It's not good for big business. Unless it stops guns from being sold. Unless it's, it's bad for corporations. Otherwise, they're all for states' rights. So which means they're not for states' rights. They're just for states' rights that make a profit. Uh, new research conducted by the environmental justice scholars at Vermont's Bennington College Reveals that between 2016 and 2020, the U.S. military oversaw the clandestine clandestine? Uh, burning of more than 20 million pounds of aqueous firefighting foam in low-income communities around the country. Even though there is no evidence that incineration destroys the toxic forever chemicals that make up the foam and are linked to a range of cancers, developmental disorders, immune dysfunction and infertility. We just talked about this yesterday. California passed a law about this stuff, right? We just talked about this yesterday. And then it turns out that the government knew this was going to happen. The, the, the Specifically the Department of uh, Defense and um, uh, uh, the military. Scientists, the Environmental Protection Agency, uh, and even Pentagon officials have warned that burning AFFF is an unproven method and dangerous mix that threatens the health of millions of Americans. The decision of the military to dump huge stockpiles of AFFF and AFF wastewater into a handful of habitually negligent incinerators as a harebrained operation as well as a manifestation of environmental Uh, of environmental injustice. 35% of known shipments of AFFF, uh, which is 7.7 million pounds, was burned at Norlite Hazardous Waste Incinerator in Cohoes, New York, located within a densely populated urban area and less than 400 feet from a public housing complex. Norlite burned 2.47 million pounds of AFFF and 5.3 million pounds of AFFF, F. Wastewater, which likely was burned in violation of the Resource Conservation and Recovery Act permit. 40% of the national stockpiles of AFFF, 5.5 million pounds, was sent to uh, fuel blending facilities where it was mixed into fuels for industrial use. It is not clear where the AFF-laden fuel went next, although the Department of Defense contracts contract stipulates incineration should be the end point. But what if they just use the, the fuel in their vehicles? That means it gets incinerated, right? And then pollutes everywhere? Oh. Anyway, AFF... F contains contaminants known as, we talked about this yesterday, yesterday, perfluoroalkyl and polyfluoroalkyl substances, PFAS. Exposure to trace amounts of these uh, synthetic chemicals is associated with a variety of detrimental health effects. And some have argued that PFAS are so risky that they not only endanger public health, but threaten to undermine human reproduction. Uh... At large Uh, According uh, to the researchers The military rushed To burn more than 20 million pounds Of AFFF over the past four years Because they feared The substance would be classified As a toxic chemical And with that designation Would require new safeguards And introduce new liability And of course new costs So they wanted to burn it quickly Before they got caught For doing it this is this is really disgusting. Um, Robert Redfield, the former director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention under under uh, Trump, uh, said he believed the virus that caused COVID nineteen originated from a laboratory in Wuhan, China. Uh, contracting uh, you know the assessment of the World Health Organization and most public health he- experts, uh, in an interview with CNN's, you know I'm going to leave it open. I don't know what happened. I don't trust China as far as I can throw them. I don't believe. I think this is just another conspiracy theory, but I really don't trust China, and I think it's, it. There, there is always that possibility. Uh, in an interview with CNN's uh, Sanjay Gupta that aired Friday, the former Trump administration official said, "I am of the point of view that I still think the most likely ideology of this pathogen in Wuhan was from a laboratory escaped. Other people don't believe that. That's fine." science will eventually figure it out it's not unusual for respiratory pathogens that are being worked on in a laboratory to infect the laboratory worker hmm we'll see he also speculated that the virus began transmitting within central china's Hubei province in september or october in 2019 a potential time frame you know it's more in line with mainstream scientific views So remember, it's Friday. Look for the flaming bag of crap today. Thank you so much. Man, that's it. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate you. Friday, March 26, 2021. Friday, March 26, 2021. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Ah, pretty good. Under uh, 22 minutes. That's not bad for me. Um, Tell your friends to Google me. Check me out. Hey, did you guys have a good week? Was this a good week for you? I hope so. And have a fantastic weekend. Have a fantastic weekend. Look for the flaming bag of crap sometime this evening after the evening news or sometime tomorrow morning, Saturday. Uh, We'll see if anything happens. Thanks again so much for being here. Uh, Remember to uh, tell your friends about me. Bring someone along if you can. And remember, yeah, that's right always remember government profit is measured by the betterment of the people it's not measured by profit not not by money profit it's not measured by how much cash this country gets it's measured by the betterment of the people don't you ever forget it i'm peter lawrence reporting from los angeles